Well, if it looks like we're coming to you from a field day that's about to commence, that is exactly what's happening. We're at Temple Roads Farm here, Chestnut Manor Farms in Centerville, uh, Maryland, and we've got our friends from AgroLiquid here talking about a trial. You got some pretty cool stuff going on. The crowd's going to be pouring in here in a little bit, but before we get the crowds, we want to talk about that. Four different trials going on on that soybean field that is behind Galen back over there. Uh, root digs happening. <laughs> what's what's happening and what are you doing? Well, we did four different... Our labs consist of 40 acres. So what they wanted us to do with our lab, uh, we broke it up into 10-acre trials. And we did, you know, 10 acres of my grower standard. And then we just kind of amped it up as we went. Okay. You know, again, we went over our soil tests. We went over our tissue samples from prior years to show us where we're going to set up and where I lag at. So we were trying to facilitate all them as we went. All right. You hope to find a better way. You hope to get bigger yields. You hope to get bigger money, etc. Galen said something right before we hit record on this. You said soybeans are the telltale crop because. Yeah, legumes are the, the most picky crops that you can put out on a soil. So if I don't have a soil test from a farmer, I'll ask them for a yield map on their soybeans because soybeans for sure will start telling you where you need to lime. If your calcium drops below a certain level, they're very iron and manganese hungry. So I lay that soil test map and see kind of where the low areas are. We can start figuring out, is it enough of the percentage of the field for us to need to address it? Did you, do you think that there's any deficiencies out here? Well, I'm going to disagree with Galen a little bit on that. I like that. <laughs> so here's, here's why. They say this creates there, more compelling. There, there's a lot of guys out here that, that we all talk to that are really high-yield growers. Yep. And, and a high-yielding crop hides it way better than like if you're talking about 35 or 40 bushel beans galen's 100 percent right it will show it a lot uh-huh. but if a guy is um a little higher management type of a style you know he's right it's manganese deficient they're manganese hungry those guys are feeding 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 those and and, and it's not really a tattletale kind of a sign when you get in that situation when you get into guys that are growing good crops you know maybe maybe irrigated or whatever um, on soybeans, it, it's it's a whole nother level, and we then you fight a whole nother magnitude of crop. Right. Yeah, but Temple, wouldn't you wouldn't you say that part of what you're doing there, what you're just saying, is that guys that are doing high yields are kind of putting insurance nutrients out there, so you don't see the true deficiency. They, they are, they are, and and we followed them all the way through. You know, the important thing is, of course, we're gonna. We're not going to sit here and argue like Molly and Chad did on film about <laughs> tissue samples. samples. About tissue samples. I had to interview you. I had, I had to do the needle. I'm telling you, I'm still shook up about it. But the good news is, is like that we use that for our data. You know, yeah. the guys that want to grow, 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 that's what's really good about it. Yeah. They, you can grow by your last year's tissue samples because your program is going to be very much similar. Yep. All right. So let's talk about the trials. Uh, you know, grow standard practice for you is very different than. Some people, because you're a more intensive manager of your crop than many. So you start your grower standard practice, you keep adding to it. So kind of take me from one to two to three to four. What are we adding, Galen? What's going on out here in these trials? Yeah, first of all, you know, the grower standard is kind of the, the things we know provide a response to uh, soybeans. So you're looking at things like uh, calcium. You're looking at, because they're going to feed the rhizobia bacteria, you're looking at phosphorus, you're looking at potassium. What we're going to do from there is start adding to that because as we push the yield envelope, we've got to figure out what those next trigger points are. So you're going to see us do more foliar applications to see if that's going to push us in the of, season. Of, of, 
Okay, so we're going to do, uh, say, furtorane, and then uh, we have a product called Capitalize, and Capitalize actually has potassium and calcium along with sulfur in it. We know all those are important on soybeans. It's There's very few companies that would combine that into one product, but we have, and we want to see what kind of yield kick we can get out of that. Got it, and everything with applied foliar. And then did we do anything? Well, at the, planning? The, the, yes, there was tuba two and there was infer program too. Okay. So that was, you know, when we were planning all this, we planted the corn and the soybean same day. So we had three planters running. So I didn't do anything but sat on the on the trailer and I mixed stuff as the planters came up and then they would go out and they would plant it. And now we, when, once we get past that, yes, everything else is a full year nutrition. Dalen, I think we go to these field days. You know, a farmer get really excited about equipment like this stuff sitting behind me. They get real excited about iron. I I get excited about yeah. It. They get excited about really really tall corn and in soybeans. Is he gonna make a bunch of money off of the stuff we're doing? Are farmers going to see that we can instead of treating soybeans as the crop between corn, actually something that can make you a bunch of money? I th I think all the growers are learning that that fertilize the corn heavy and let it be for the beans. I think I think some of that's diminishing now, but I will tell you that the job of Extreme Ag in these videos we shoot and our job as a fertilizer company is to help solve that that puzzle for growers and see if there is something missing. Well, I think that also it's about, we talked about this a number of times with your Send It Twin, uh, Chad, uh, with a product like theirs, you can spoon feed. You can put it out there at time of at time of absolute necessity. The idea in the old days of, ah, don't worry about fertilizing soybeans, just soybeans. Hell, you're talking about putting three different treatments. Well, you don't or remember four, something right? like, I mean, the soybeans are no different than corn. We can only put on a certain amount of fertility anyway. So what we've learned here where, you know, my region is spoon feeding has always been better. We've been doing it for years and years and years. Yeah. And to be honest with you, every time I can break that up and I can spoon feed, yeah. it's better for me. The secret is, is spoon feeding the right stuff. Right. Are you doing that? Well, it takes a little bit more work, a little bit more management, but you're getting more bang for your buck. I mean, is, right. is, it, is it even arguable if you're putting out a little bit, a little bit less and doing it three times versus a bunch all at once? You're, you're obviously making. You're more getting more bang for your buck. I mean, the the the, the only variable there is time. You know, whether someone can what uh, can broad scale four or five applications on soybean. And some of it gets tough, but you know, think about it this way: if you could pick up a little more yield, yeah. a guy can't. You know, let's say if a guy tills X amount of acres can't really afford a high dollar sprayer like what's behind us in some of these um uh in the in the in the um field day if if you can't afford that if you can break it up and you can capture more money by making other applications it helps you pay off that machine last question i think maybe for both of you and the reason we do this is to help others learn um how this could be a, a tool in their toolbox of the few different things you do out here. How many of you think next year you're going to say, I'm doing that now as grower standard practice? I'm just looking for one more piece to the puzzle. Every time that I look at something like this, this is going to teach me a lot. Um, we have kind of ascendant version. You know, our fourth, our fourth treatment that we have out here has got a lot of stuff in it. Um, I'm just looking for one more piece, you know, to add to my puzzle that I can have a return on my investment. That's when you see this across the country, you've done four field days with us. There's one little thing from each one, one little nugget you take away from each geography. Yeah, there is. But that nugget really is no two geographies and no two climates are exactly the same. Or soils. And, or soils. And so you have to adapt as you go. And, and kind of to Temple's point on adding things throughout the season, I would imagine if he were in a severe drought and didn't have this sprinkler that he could run around this field, that his decision process might be a little bit different. So 
that spool feeding allows you to accumulate information over the course of the season and then spend that dollar if needed. Spoon feeding saves you money either way, whether it gains you yield or whether you get into a situation where the weather is not, you know, great for you at that point. Yes. You're not going to make that application. That's that, right. Well, we talked about that. This happens to be an irrigated field and you've had decent rainfall. So go ahead and you did that final treatment, that third foliar treatment. Mm -hmm. And if it weren't for the irrigation or weren't for the rainfall, you could back off on that. Yep. How much these soybeans going to make over here on your on your biggest one? I'll let you know when the combine hits it. Come on. We'll see. Till next time. Thanks for being here.